already saying like yeah, it is yeah. I, I wish I'd been here before just to feel like, you know, to have a family like this. Because uh where I grew up and I grew up in the confused churches, you know. People go to church without understanding why. So like it's kinda of like activities uh, to relax every Sunday they go to church. That's why you hear people asking you, do you go to church? <laughs> Why? No, instead of asking me, do you have Jesus in your life? They don't ask that. Because they don't want to say to people. But that's the only question I have to ask people. And every time I ask them, like, are you born again? They say, what's that? <laughs> are you in a church? <laughs> so, I really feel like uh, God has called me a different way. And that's me. People may like me, may not, but I'm going to heaven. Um, yeah. I don't think God has called me to be know, very nice to people, or, you know, people like you. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for, you know, the power of God moving on people. And every time I meet a Christian people, I can tell. Just like when they say that, I knew he's a Christian. And when I was talking to him and his wife, he's like, these people really, they, they look different, you know. And I knew these people must have Jesus. And it's Jesus who makes people talk the truth. That's not how I used to be. <laughs> so I got saved. I was mean. I was really angry all the time. And uh, I had an excuse. Like, I have a reason to be that way. But there's no reason. Because you're killing yourself when you're angry. And you die too fast when you don't have a joy of the Lord. And that's the secret that people have, you don't know. And if I ask question how old I am, if you guess, you will say probably 15, right? <laughs> yeah, many people do that. And uh, I said, are you married? He said, yeah, I, I have a kid. How old? I said, 10 years old. Like, you know that old. <laughs> but I used, I used like 10 years ago, I looked older than I am today. Because... When you get angry, your face comes like, you know, like, wow, you must be old. <laughs> yeah, his wife say, saying, wow, you, you, you have a smile, you know, if she understood what I've been through, I'm like, you have no idea. It's an extreme change. I got saved. So I grew up in a country called Rwanda. If you have seen a movie, Hotel Rwanda, or... Uh, this is uh, just a little thing to try to show what happened, but that's not... It's a movie, you know? If people say, oh, that was terrible. No, I have seen a terrible thing. 1994, I was 14 years old, and uh, one day, this situation changed. Uh, we had a three tribes in my country, which wasn't really tribe, it was uh, like a families. Because it's uh, like a new country, so the people, you know, they married, they have many kids, and the hatred grow, and, you know, they don't have a Christ. So, these nations like uh, France, uh, Germany, they all came in and they divided the people according to how they look, and they caused the tribes, and, you know, they caused the conflict. And France supported one nation, to one tribe to kill another. They provided all the tools. And so it was my tribe to be wiped out. And the purpose was that we were, they would kill us all. And when their children grow up, 
they will be asking how it will look like. <laughs> so that will be like a history. So when I had that, you know, one day in the morning, you know, President died, who was, uh, you know, the, the head of everything, prepared a genocide, and the whole government was one tribe. So they had the power, the military was them with everything. And France was behind this. The Congo was a big, like, the second biggest nation in Africa. They were behind this. They want to kill us all. So they really tried to. They killed a million people in one month. So we grew up with 5,000 people in a small village, like here. You see, like, the houses and the clothes and, like, the families, one the tribe. So they came, they killed 4,700 people. And I was there, I, I survived among 300 people. So, you can imagine when you grow up with, uh, you know, your generation, the people, the same age, you play soccer, you, you know, play games, and, and you're standing there alone, seeing everyone is down. And I got so confused, I couldn't understand what happened to me. Then I decided to think that I am the one who is dead, they are alive. And that has become true in my life, that I am dead. So, seeing dead people walking, but, you know, you, you can't tell. I tried to pretend to be like everyone is around, but it wasn't true. I thought I'm dead. So, the good, the powerful message is, is to know that I'm telling you the terrible things happen. I'm telling you the victory with God. Because God brings the victory where it seems to be never, never victory here. So this was a genocide. The small village, there's nowhere to run to, and there's nowhere to hide. You're just standing there waiting for, you know, your time to die. You see like a thousand people with a sword, with a spear, others with guns, everything. They are looking at you, they are killing everyone, and you can see it. You are waiting for your time. Huh? So I had, now I was going to Catholic church, and this is before I read the Bible. I didn't know about the Bible. But I knew going to church was a good idea. And they talk about Jesus, they talk about God. But this is what happened, the people went to church thinking nobody's going to come and, and kill them. And the pastors, they are the ones who came with it, you know, grenade and explode their churches, killing people inside their churches. So that was just the end of my thinking of, about God. So I would never think about God. God is dead. That's what they were telling us. Lies. Your God is dead, so now is your time. <laughs> He's going to die. But there was a secret. There has been a pastor who has been really faithful. I don't remember any word he preached about when I was young, when I was like six, ten years old. He always came and had a big voice. He would praise the song about the cross. That's all I remember. And I remember his big voice calling people to Christ, but I didn't know what he was talking about. I didn't know if I needed to. So I didn't know about this guy, but I could still remember his voice. That brought me close to God thinking, in a genocide, thinking, maybe there is a God 
Maybe the people are lying to me, our God is dead, maybe he's real. So there was a song, which was a new, the new album, this is from the Coastal Church Choir, they sang before genocide. It was a scripture in the Bible. It says, ask you shall receive, Matthew 77. Not the door shall be open unto you. And this is just a beautiful, simple verse you may not think about. But whenever you ask, you will see. This is the promise of God. That's what the song says. So as I run, this song is in my heart. I'm not singing. I'm not happy. But my heart is singing. Ask you shall receive. Then I stop and say, God? Okay, I don't know if there is a God. But let me just think. Pretend like there is a God. See, if I ask, will you rescue me? <laughs> will you save me from this cure? And I feel like, well, maybe this is not happening. I remember a couple times, this guy is behind me with a gun. He's a trained, he knows how to shoot. He's shooting at me like a whole time until he get out of bullet. The bullet, as I ran straight, I wasn't just trying to escape. You don't escape the bullet, <laughs> can you? <laughs> how fast can you be? <laughs> then, I have this song in my mind, and this guy is just like I see you. He's shooting at me, just, you know, give a sniper guy. The bullet will come, pass in my ears, between the arms, none of them will ever touch me. And I don't have a shoes on, but not even a thumb in my feet. And this guy, I believe he got confused. You know, God is doing his work. You are asking, you receive. This is a promise. The Christian don't believe that. And you know what the believers do? They believe. <laughs> so you don't call yourself a believer when you don't believe. You can call yourself a believer if you don't, but it's just a name. But when you believe, that's when you become a real believer. <laughs> so I wasn't really believing God, but I was guessing. as a good guess. <laughs> when I guess God is real. <laughs> then, one time, this time he, he passed, he went to show the others. He said, <laughs> so he passed. <laughs> so I'm confused. I'm trying to touch myself and she's not blind. I must be dead. Maybe I'm confused. Maybe I'm dead. I wasn't. You know? And that's why you see me here, because. <laughs> and this time I sat down. The whole, like a big crowd of kills, they are passing me. You, you, you cannot imagine this. They are in line. They are not running. They are going slowly. Make sure nobody, they pass. But they pass me. And they killed like thousands of people that day. I could just, I couldn't I could walk unless I stay from their people. Those are my, you know, brothers and cousins and what. I know that. They are all dead. But it's not like I was crying, oh my gosh. It's not. I was like, this is a lie. This is, you know, this is a lie. Step on them and keep walking. And I was walking behind these kills. I'm like, they don't, they're not killing me. <laughs> What's happening? 
What? I'm confused. They not kill me. So this is the second day they came back. This time they were really angry because they thought we were all killed. Finally they found like a smoke when they were cooking overnight. It's like, they're still alive. So they invited like the whole country military. They came like five in the morning. They said, we are going to burn everything down. So they started to burn the house and killing people. Then I found myself like between them like in a circle. Hundreds of them. They are looking at me like with the anger, with the blood in their hand. Like, oh my gosh, this is, this is the end. You know what my prayer was? The God, I can't blame you. This is too hard for you. I'm, I'm talking to God. They are looking at me. It's like they can read what I'm saying. <laughs> God, it's too hard. But I, I think in that song they say, if you knock, the door shall be opened. But I don't know what that means. Maybe it's the door of heaven. <laughs> I was trying to push myself. So, okay, God, is going to kill me? Then I'm coming. I don't want to go to hell, because I know there is a hell. So, I'm knocking <laughs> heaven, but I'm going. So they came to, you know, they started to come to me like this. They found that people. <laughs> they coming to kill me. Then I called them, this is the, the day I separated from my mom, they killed her. She wasn't dead, she was half dead, because they, they would kill people like in a body way. Cut them uh, into pieces and make them feel pain. So, my mom told me this. She became like a prophetess, no moment. She told me to run. So, tell run, and you shall leave. I see the life in you. Like, mom, <laughs> I'm not going to leave you. Let some boys feel like they can be superheroes to their mom, and I will protect you no matter what. <laughs> but I just talk with her like a couple of seconds and say, Man, they can come to kill you. Say, yeah, this is my end, but just keep away. So I'm running, but I'm really confused. I understand how I can lose my mom. Although it's felt like it's my fault, it was There was nothing to do. It was the end. And this moment there was me and those kids in the one house on fire. So I hated anyone to come with me, to me and a knife and sword just kill me that way. So I'm gonna die in a fire. That's better than being killed with just stupid people. So I jumped to the fire in this house. I started the fire. So I'm expecting to be killed by fire and spirit of the soul. But that song is still playing in my heart. I didn't even feel warm. I wasn't even feel like, oh, it's hard in here. No. I was afraid, terrified, really. But the guy followed me in the house to kill me. He got burned. Then he turned around screaming. I heard him screaming. I didn't believe there was a fire in his house until he's queen. Like, is there a fire here? <laughs> so, I didn't know. I, 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 I'm telling you, I didn't know anything about the Bible until I read in the Bible about Meshach, Shadrach, and, you know, the guy <laughs> stand in the fire and, you know, just worship the God in the fire. I'm like, oh, this happened to me when I started to read the Bible. 
God who walked from a beginning, he's still God. So people don't understand, you know? He said he never changes, he's still God. What is that is that he can do it today and forever? He is a God. And finally, after genocide, I didn't get anything to Like, no, I just feel like I need to deal with things. You know, the end was too high than the gospel because I was preaching to myself. When you're in trouble, preach to yourself. You can find out the truth. You can cry out to God. But when you're happy, have money, have everything, you can become evil. <laughs> That's a big problem. It's not good to always focus on the money. Seriously, God give me money. Just give me you. That's all you need. <laughs> so, at this moment, I lived with, you know, soldiers, I slept with the guns and the machine gun. My plan was to go back to this tribe and kill them. I had a goal probably to kill a thousand people and I would be killed because the government was, you know, serious about this. If you kill, you get killed. But I was, that was my plan. I couldn't even kill myself. I was just you not know, that kind of guy. But I found the military sent me back to school by force. And I went there. I don't know, I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. It's because I don't want to take too long to fall asleep. <laughs> but I just want to tell you how I got saved. I went to high school and I met these two guys and uh, they've been bad like me, they've been friends of mine, I knew them and I know how they think. We both don't believe in God, that's who we are. And uh, he came to me and said, oh, praise God. I'm like, that is a good speech. <laughs> you say that. What is that? Why are you pretending? It's like, hey, do you have a Bible? So I try to make a joke. Like. This guy was different. He must have perceived the change I don't know about. Remember, I still have my ideas about God, but I don't want to believe. So these people changed my life in high school. They took me to the prayer team and they started to pray for me. And I feel like, you know, when you feel like fear in your life you never felt before, and I usually didn't used to fear people, but this moment these people were so fearful. They were full of the glory of the Lord. And I began to feel peace I never felt before. And I said, I'm going to stay with these people. Because this is something I've been looking for. I'm telling you, smiling it was just something far away from me. I've been always in I came to this high school as a karate teacher. I knew how to fight. And I was very you know, protective. I knew some people would come to me, to attack me. And I would fight back. That was my you know, life. So when you see these people smoking cigarettes like <laughs> they are evil, they're smoking like evil. You see them, they never smile. They are always, those people, don't blame them. They are dead inside. You all have to just pray for them. That's who I was. I was an alcoholic for four years and I was uh, not thinking I'm a bed all the time. You know what I forgot? I forgot the days and the night. This is real true. I didn't know what is the night, what is the day. I, I used to go to school overnight, thinking it's a day. If you understand that world is really dark. <laughs> you know, go to school in the, in the, in the holidays. 
by the tomb of the whole day. I have no idea when they did it or not. School test, I have no idea. I just go there, I think I've been here to school, I don't know why I'm here, but I don't see anyone. Maybe today is the norm. It's a holiday, I don't know what happened. Then I go back home. But when I met Jesus, I mean, if you have seen a dead person coming back to life, this is what happened to me. And I received Jesus personal. I received him, I felt a change. And I never believed anyone had been saved before me. Because that was a miracle happening to me. Then I started to tell all the students, Do you know Jesus? <laughs> We've been with Jesus for years. <laughs> and I got to be the old people being in church and say, You know Jesus died for the first young man. <laughs> We've been a Christian for 15 years. Like, I never seen a church in here. <laughs> So like, he just changed my life yesterday. Do you understand? I'm like, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> She's like, they're talking about how they're Christian. <laughs> you know? And finally, I left their world. I left the school. I, I left the school. I didn't finish the school. I just got a crazy with Jesus. I got to follow Jesus. No matter what happened. And before I leave the school, I couldn't understand anything they talk about. The teachers are standing there talking about mathematics and like, what is this going to happen? <laughs> What's this going to help me in my life? And I remember a teacher coming to me and say, you know, you'll never be anything. You are just an idiot. He is standing on my head. Like, but I don't see the Jesus. <laughs> but I can't see him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I have Jesus. You just have no idea. And one day they knew I pray and fast really strongly. Ah, this is beautiful. I can love it. God, looked, God woke me up in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. Go pray. I'm like, how am I going to pray so? But I'm going anyway. Wake up. I don't like to wake up in the morning. I like sleep. <laughs> when I went to this classroom, I started to pray like, Oh, God, thank you. Can I walk my place for? I don't know. Just keep working in my school. I had one hour, the whole hour, 60 minutes, to stay there waiting for God. So I'm praying and I'm praying and one of the pastors who was a no, pastor and a teacher, you know there are some pastors who don't believe. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, yes, I'm a believer Christian. And he was terrified. He came to me. He was afraid to knock to get close to me. There was a power in this classroom. I'm telling you, there was a power. When you have power, you just don't see it. I'm killing other people see it. And uh, he found another, you know, the key that I could tell you to come to me. And he was need, I need his help. And then I came outside and said, teacher, am I in trouble? No. He's shaking. His friend's wife was dead for 60 hours. They've been praying for this woman. <laughs> they were terrified. The people accused not them to kill her because they don't know why she died. But I'm telling you this, the demons kill people. But probably you don't recognize it here, but in Africa it happens. In her family, every year somebody dies. 
I didn't like English so much. I didn't know I have a call to come here. I didn't know anything. So this is 2004, no, end of 2000, no, 2006. 2007, I met, no, the girl who is my wife today, who doesn't know my language, so I had to learn English. So I say, God, if it's her, I'm going to speak to her in English. We spoke like eight hours. I, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't have a doubt. Because of Pentecostal days, the good news is that people spoke a different language, including English, when <laughs> they go to school. And they say, God, I don't have to speak in, you know, 20 times that people don't understand. I can also speak Swahili, French, English, it can be good. You know what the first day I spoke to her? Did we talk about marriages and everything and then we got married like in five months? <laughs> you know, those are like, kind of like a crazy thing. And the Christian living in a like, Christian atmosphere and the thinking being called a Christian is a good idea. But you can't be called a Christian and change your life. No. What changes your life is to be a Christian. You know? It's not to be called a Christian. It's not even going to church. I love Jesus. <laughs> I love the things that he does in people's life. I love how he doesn't care if you, you know, like, a science, when, you know, could be, like, pretty cool. If I walk in and, uh, then it's interesting. I'm going to introduce you. No, Dr. Taylor. <laughs> yeah, he must be, no, no, he must be a great. No, he must know much about Bible. So it doesn't work that way. No. Jesus is a teacher. He teaches you. And, uh, testimony is good. This, this age today, you're not going to kill Bible and teach people so they can be saved. You're going to show them what God has done in your life. Amen. The Bible, they have different, my brother has like a five different languages. Bible in his shop. And he's not saved. But every time he's pushing the wrong things and try to turn people around, every time he sees me around, he keeps quiet. You know what he says? Uh, here comes. <laughs> I can't say anything now. <laughs> because he knows I can fight physically about Jesus. Because he is real. And it don't make lies around me. Because I have seen him. He works pretty good. And um, I don't know about you guys, but you know, if you haven't received Jesus, tell me <laughs> now. <laughs> you need to receive Jesus. It's not a secret. If you have, you know, what if you just pray now, right? Let's pray for something, right? Because every day there is something you need and we ask God and He does it. If He doesn't do it, it's His fault, right? Because He says if you ask, you shall receive. So let's always try God because you ask if you don't receive, you ask what? <laughs> right? Because it's His promise, it's in the Bible. He never lies. Those are the kind of people seek. Oh, I love, I love to pray for sick people. 
when they have faith, it's good to see people becoming alive or healed immediately. Not just saying, oh, we believe in God, he, yeah, he's going to heal me. Show me you're healed. But now, <laughs> I'm very sick, and he healed me. The same second. That's the same behind to die. You know what? I got sick from drinking water from dead people. We pushed them from the, the rock, and you know, that's the only thing we have to drink. So we receive a much disease. And I went to the doctor and said, I, I can't help you. This is too much. This is when I was a youth in a mission, the Christian organization. I was a missionary, and I began to feel like a missionary dying from disease this, this way? No. No. <laughs> and I remember laying on the bed, waiting for dying. And the first one came to me and said, uh, you must have a demon. I said, what? <laughs> Did you just say demon? <laughs> oh my Jesus, this is not happening. And I had a fever. When you touch a blanket, you can feel like, no, too warm. I was in bed. You know what I did? I just remember the woman who was there, it came back to life, I remember <laughs> the woman came to me and said, been 18 years, not having a baby, then I say, you're having a baby next week. No, I mean, next week. You can't in one week. But you know, <laughs> so next week you're going to have a baby, and she receives the baby boy. Just like I confess a baby, oh, if I said a baby girl, she'll have a baby girl. But, praise God, I woke up, I, I am really sick, I can't even move my head. I said, I'm healed <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Then I woke up just like that. I went to take a shower, and the fever was gone. Yeah. Then I said, what? What took me so long? Did I just sleep with the dead people and put myself with the dead people? I was serving God, and I got healed in that moment. <laughs> you understand how healing comes with the people, when they fail, they are faith, they say, it is not his will to heal me. Are you crazy? Mm. It's like you're asking Jesus on the cross. You know, imagine he's on the cross and asking, Jesus, is he only to heal me? Jesus, why do you think I'm here? <laughs> How do you think I'm on the cross? <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. It's like a figure of the guy who said, I don't, I don't think I have that kind of power. He healed this guy. Who came to kill me? Do you remember the, the guy Paul cut his ear? The Peter? He cut his ear. You know what Jesus? Really bad. Right. He healed him. He was his enemy. Yeah. And you tell me Christians sick? But you know he's willing to heal me. You're just like a soul thing. Just get into fire. Let's pray. No? Ask God what you need. And don't get me wrong. If you've got wrong beliefs, it's not my fault. <laughs> you have to give up with God. <laughs> Maybe if you know he's... I've been poor, like, needed so, so much, like, one dog. You know, that moment you feel like, she can have, like, one dog. I gotta buy bread. I spent five days, no food. They say, God, you're testing me. I'm not dying. <laughs> no, I should not have a bag for bread, or, you know. Kind of like, I'm like, oh, you know, wait until you die, then you lose. I was having a conversation with the guy. If I die, you lose. 
And he said, that is not, that's why I still be here. When you're in that condition, you have crazy thought, peace, you know, to have breakfast, and you feel like, yeah, you're approaching that because you have it. No! <laughs> I preach a better way than had nothing. Believing that is going to do it. Right? <laughs> I guess so, I guess somebody understands everything, right? You understand that God is real. Yes. And the faith in coward. Will anybody come to you? Be ready. Bible talks about like first, you know, Satan Peter, three, fifteen. If anybody questions about your faith, be ready to respond. You know? General way or harsh way, I don't care, just explain why you are Christian. We have a reason. I have a reason to be Christian. Can we click? Yeah. I mean, if anybody has a special need and you want a miracle to come, she's like, that. I still believe in a miracle. Anybody want to receive like a miracle and there's a Jesus coming in your life right now? That's the first miracle you can receive. Jesus come right to my son now. Oh, you can just say his name. Michael. Michael. <laughs> I want to see Michael one day. I was, I know, I was, I was like, uh, what time is it? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's one. Do you remember the, the, the girl in the car? She's on the hill, some distance. His car was, was close to, you know. <laughs> So Jesus said, you know, no, he's father. His father actually was sick. And was asking Jesus to heal him. Look inside. And Jesus said, shall be just like you say. The same hour he knew he got healed. Jesus <laughs> you know said that. And let's take this hour and send the power to your son. He can just have a dream and then he's driving. He can have a dream. Have a dream, <laughs> and this just made him over and then saying Jesus Christ. And then no, yes, I know. Who is Michael? Stop on God. Whatever you can. No, there's nothing too hard for God. I don't know any hard person like me who seen a thousand people dying in the church and they said to me, never say about Jesus anything. But when he comes to me, uh, <laughs> I gave up all I am. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I don't fight. You know? I'm really nice. I love people. I don't know how you do it. Oh, so I appreciate it. No, it's fine. I appreciate it. Okay. Then I'll do the Yeah. Oh, God, I love you so much. And, uh, Father God, we pray for Michael, so, so one of the, the greatest things we have. Catch him, catch him whatever it is in the name of Jesus. I confess with Michael, Father God, in the name of Jesus, whatever the demons been attacking them, when I cast you out in the name of Jesus, out of Michael, and I pray that you, Lord, you catch him and bring him out of darkness and show him the light. The big light, like Paul Solomon way to persecute your church. In the name of Jesus, then we catch him in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you for this moment. I pray for everyone here who will just catch him fire. Father God, I pray that the inner flames will even be more big in this people. And Father God, the people who 
that they say hi to them whoever they meet, they will be just changed, they will see the change. And the Father God prays for big anointing to their church. I bless this shadow man of Jesus. I bless everybody who comes in. And the Father God, I pray that this love I saw they have, I pray that it will increase abundantly and it will affect people. I pray for this blessed love, this village. Father God, it's a... Uh, that will build my workplace if I don't believe this village is going to catch on fire and give a five in the name of Jesus. But Father, this is how I pray. We just pray and we believe that we're going to do it. Father God, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this day, 10, 10, 10. It's going to be just amazing. Yeah. And this Michael guy will come here with a praise and the worship with the fabulous giftings just be used in the body of Christ. And Father God, we thank you for today, everybody, everybody who is here, and, and be blessed just to be here today. Father God, let it be like we found you. Let it be like we found your power. Let it be like we got it. And we keep it in our lives. And Father God, we pray that the next day we will never be the same. For everyone, even though we are saved, but increase our faith for everything. To believe for everything that we need in our lives. Father God, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.